Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. I want to introduce to you Jerome Mitchell. He's an author. He wrote a book I've been perusing it the past couple of weeks. It's a good read. It's called God's Management Plan for Us. Uh, Narone is a songwriter, author, entrepreneur. You can purchase the book through Amazon. And so we're glad to have him here. want to give uh, Brother Mitchell a hand for coming on tonight and glad to have him here and just excited <laughs> about uh, having him here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ramona, glad to see you tonight, man. Lord bless you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and of course, this, this is Neil here. She's our technical director. She'll be guiding us in this process. Other staff persons will be climbing, uh, chiming in tonight. All right. Our discussion, we want to discuss the book tonight. And again, it's called God Management Plan for Us uh, by Brother Mitchell. So, Brother Mitchell's from Jamaica. What part of Jamaica are you from, my friend? From Mandeville, Manchester. <laughs> Mandeville, okay. And friends, you know, this book, I went through it. it it's a good read. And it's tough sometimes to get platforms for new authors. They've got good things to say. Maybe you wrote a book or a poem. You have no platform for it. Well, we have one here for you. I've written, I think, about six books now, and it's tough to get them out there. True. The last one I wrote was Each One Reach One. It was uh, supported by Walmart for a while, but there's so much competition. But there's a lot of good authors, not including myself, but good authors that need a platform. So here we are tonight to get these thoughts out for your discussion and for your uh, feedback. All right, so in your book, you mention uh, God's economy or God's plan for us. What were those three areas you discussed in the book? Well, it was uh, at least four. Um, okay. Tithing, offering, communion, and faith. Okay. All right. All right. In the book, you discussed those areas and you broke them down in, a, in an effective way, and I enjoyed that so much. Thank you. On page 32... You said that we can tithe our time. I've not heard that before. So tell me a little bit more about tithing the time. I saw that too. <laughs> All right. All right. So so just like, you know, you take out 10% of your salary, which is your, you know, your pay that you would have worked for. Um, this is what I'm looking at. When you you get 24 hours per day. So you take out the two hours, 40 minutes. That is the 10% that you're giving to God. So 
I, I look at it and I say to myself, wow, because if you read the book of, I think it's Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 27 and verse 30, it tells you that, you know, and all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. And, and you know, time is also a part of it because it, take, it takes time for us to plant those seeds and, you know, to water them, to, to maintain them. And it takes time. So when you give back that time to the Lord, I believe, you know, God is, is, is grateful. He's smiling. <laughs> All right. So, friends, do you have any thoughts on that? You can chime in with that. You can go to YouTube and type in Church of God in making George the live uh, banner there. So according to the 10 percent, just 24 hours in a day. Am I correct? They said, yeah. So 10 percent <laughs> would be what? Two, two hours, hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> and 40 minutes. <laughs> All right. So, Saints, I want to challenge you uh, according to Brother Mitchell's book. If you're tithing, then you want to do at least two hours of prayer. At study. least. <laughs> is, that, is that right, uh, Mr. Neal? Is that right? Yes, so sir. Two hours. Is that too much, Brother Is that too much to ask, Brother Mitchell? Is that too much to ask, do you think? No, I don't think it's too much. You know, it's, okay. it's I think it's, it's, it's manageable. It's, right. it's way manageable. And there this is every day, part. every day. Yes, correct? every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> so that would mean two hours per seven days. That'd be 14 hours a week. Uh, there was a study done, Brother Mitchell, by Barna. He said the average pastor uh, prays and studies about maybe 17 to 25 minutes a day. Wow. Uh, and that's the pastor. <laughs> so wow. uh, I, can, I concur here. Uh, let's ex let, let's explore that a little bit more. What can, if I tithe that time? What can I expect if, if 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 I'm planning it? What can I expect God will do if I'm giving that much time per day to prayer? Well, it is you know it is simple. As Christians, we we seek to grow spiritually, right. and, and the truth is, we will never grow spiritually if we do not give back the time to the Lord. We, we tithe our time so that we can spend adequate time with the Lord and we can grow spiritually. So when you stand to declare the Lord as God and King, you are not standing as one who don't know what you believe in, who does not know where you stand in him, because the time you're spending in him, it keeps growing you spiritually and it also builds the relationship that you have with god even stronger and so we're looking at this as almost like an investment as we investment. would investment in other things and we can expect yes. that dividend back yeah, from yes. the time of god very true what can one expect in specific if if, if i read your book and decide to spend those two hours Tithing that time, what can I expect? What will God do with that time of with that level of consecration? Well, I believe wholeheartedly, you know, even back in Malachi, as we traverse back into Malachi, that He will open the windows of heaven and He will pour out a blessing upon you. You know, and the blessing is twofold. The blessing is in a 
according to the scripture, the storehouse and the blessings is also the windows of heaven. So the storehouse is a church where you, you know, you invest your tithe and, and also your offering and time. So as you, as you do that, you're expected to receive a twofold blessing. Friends, we're just about halfway through the broadcast already. But if you want to <laughs> chime in with your information, you can. You can go to YouTube, Church of God in Macon, Georgia. You'll see the live broadcast, the live, uh, the live uh, banner broadcast there. All right. So, yeah, that tithing the time, I, I do get that. On page 23 of the book, you mentioned faith, and I'm quoting, you talked about faith being a complete trust in God. Expand on that. What does that mean to have a complete trust in God? Okay, so it's like Abraham. Let's, let's, let's use Abraham for an example. When you study the life of Abraham, Abraham comes from a background, a, a country, a people that practice paganism. They, they, they worship idols. Now, Abraham was devoted. He was committed. He was loyal to the gods and traditions of his time. And I would want to attempt to believe that because God saw his commitment and loyalty and, and, and his integrity in whatever he does, then God was able to reach him. So when we talk about completely trusting, we're talking about leaving everything in God's hand. I believe it's like I'm sitting on the chair. No, I have complete trust in the chair that I will not fall to the ground and hit my head. You know, you have complete uh, trust in the, in the chair you're sitting on now that when you sit down on the chair, it will hold you up and you will not fall. Complete trust in God is the, is the very same way. You sit in him and you will not fall. To our director, any comments or questions coming in? I do have a question from Denise Rawls. She asks, do you have any suggestions for married couples? Because it can be very busy trying to take care of house and family. Mm -hmm. Great point. Good question. It's to that you. question is to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, to me, okay. Yes. <laughs> it's it's all right. to you tonight. Tonight, tonight. It's all to you. All right. So married couple, you know, um, let me tell you, it, it is never easy in the home. But what you can do is you can divide as it relates to the time. You don't have to do the entire two hours, 40 minutes, right? You, what you can do, you can break it up. Probably you can do, say, when you wake in the morning, you can do 40 minutes. Then uh, another time you do another uh, 50 minutes or, you know, throughout a day you can, you can divide it up and you can um, work it out from there. It is not a must that you, 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 you have to do everything at once. And brother Mitchell, that has to be non-negotiable and planned out, doesn't it? It, just, it can't be happening. That's got to be non-negotiable. It's got to make it happen. Yes. Yeah. So it's a must. We we it's expect to receive from God, so we have to honor what He wants, mm -hmm. and what He wants is our time, and our time is valuable to Him. He, you know, the Bible says He's a jealous God. So if we rob Him of His time, then my God. All right. Point. So. You mentioned again on page 23, I was reading the complete trust in God. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. How many people do you know that are putting their complete trust 
from your book. I read it and it was good. <laughs> their, <laughs> their complete trust. And we know the, the complete is that means complete. That book, that word is all encompassing. Either it's complete or it's not. But how many people do you know? Or, or let, me, let me make it easier for you. What percentage of people do you know have their complete trust in God? Wow. <laughs> this is a very tedious one. <laughs> this is very tedious, but I would want to attempt to say probably 5 to 10% of our people wow. would put their complete trust in God. Wow. You know, wow. as humans, we are prone to, you know, weigh the pros and the cons. And we, uh, if, it's not, if it's not risky, then we are willing to do it. But if it is risky, then we're not willing to do it. So I would say probably about 5 to 10% of, you know, the population, the Christian population. Wow. I want to expand on that. But before we do, friend, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches podcast. And our main focus is to remember those who've been wounded, disenfranchised. Maybe they've stopped attending church services. You're not by yourself. We want to reach out to you. Yes, you've been hurt, devastated, but you have not forgotten. We're reaching out to you in those three areas to healing, reconciliation, and forgiveness. And this Sunday, go back to the church. Go back and just begin that process because forgiveness and healing reconciliation those are very those are action words we want to encourage you to do that all right so brother mitchell let's go back to our four five percent so what's the reason what you wrote in your book is good but what why so few are taking are not taking advantage of that blessing why so few uh, that you quoted there that they're not mm. completely trusting in god well um I would want to attempt to believe that it has a lot to do with teaching. You okay. know, growing up okay. in, in my time, my mother, even though she was a backslider, you know, my mother ensured that we had devotions. In fact, we had to sing the good old hymns. <laughs> we had to sing the good old hymns every night going to bed, and we had to be singing Adam in the Garden hiding and all kind of stuff. And we had to, we had to learn to pray. You know, I believe it is because we were not taught, you know, from from a tender age. So when it is like a tree, you can never bend the tree when it's old. You can only bend it when it's young. So you can place it in the direction that it is supposed to be in. Okay. Okay. You mentioned Abraham's family right. uh, when he was considering going, leaving his father, mother, his land. And you mentioned that he probably had some opposition from the family. So, Brother Mitchell, when we have people that oppose us mm -hmm. and maybe wound us, what are our options when we've been wounded or hurt? What are our options there? Like Abraham. Abraham did, you know, one thing. And it is very important as Christians. You know, if we are if we are weak and we we take offense to everything, then we're going to remain wounded. We're going to remain stagnant. So when we listen to the enemy opposing us, it will break us. But when we are strong, when we use what the enemy uses to oppose us so that we can 
you know, feel intimidated and we feel as if we won't persevere, we're not going to make it. If we use that and build ourselves, then we will conquer. Any questions from our director? I believe it's a comment from Denise Rawls. She says, I understand what you're saying. You talked about Abraham. Why did God tell him, now I know? She says, it's a way that God wants us to trust him. Sometimes it can be a struggle, but that's a quick way out of the struggle. Okay. Any comments, Brother Mitchell, on that? All right. Let me see if I understand the question properly. You're saying... It's more like a comment, but I, I guess she's yeah, saying that uh, she used Abraham. You had used Abraham as, Abraham as a reference, and God had said, now I know. So she was, uh, I believe, referencing that others have um, a way of coming out of that struggle because it's not an easy way right. know, to believe in God. Right. It is not because it, depending on the, the environment you're coming out of, if, if I'm from Jamaica, where sometimes you have parents just reeling out some, some nasty words. And, you know, if you're from that environment, you know, most times you're, it is very challenging for you to believe in God, much less to even listen to people talking about God. So, yeah, I, 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 I see the point. We, we struggle as human beings because it is the human nature. Brother Mitchell, you're talking to someone tonight. There's a young man who's listening tonight. He has been deeply wounded and just been church issues, you know, just issues of life, whatever. But he's been wounded, not attending church now. What would you tell him? The he who has been wounded, what would you say to try to encourage him or help him? I can only share my experience, you know. Okay, I, very I, good. Please yeah, do I, I can say to you tonight, you know, don't succumb to your oppositions and whatever the oppositions carry. You know, there was a time in my life in ministry where I encountered so many oppositions. I was told at one point, mm -hmm. you can't sing, you know, you're just a shouter. In fact, I was told by one of my boss at one time, you know, she said to me, you will never, I said to her, I wanted to become something. And she said to me, you will never become that. You will never, you will never. Wow. Do not wow. succumb to the nevers. Do wow. not allow the, the nevers to destroy you. Don't wow. allow the nevers to break you. That is what the devil wants. The moment you show him your sad face is the moment he wins. But the moment you stand up for who you are and who you believe in, the devil gets a knockout. Wow, friends, our time is about gone now. We're going to have to have him come back next week. We're going to depend. We're going to start at that point right there. Because I'm talking to someone who's been wounded. And when this podcast is by Church of God, for Church of God, many have been wounded. We're reaching out to you today. There's help and hope. We bring people on the podcast, but you know what they've been going through and how God brought them through. There's help for you. We're here to be a conduit for that. Our focus is to help the hurting, discussion, and dialogue. And I'm sure that if you take part, God has good things for you. Brother Mitchell, thanks so much tonight. God bless you. Those who chimed in, thank you so much. To our staff person, technical director, thank you so much. My name is Prince. We'll see you next week. May the Lord bless you.